Hello everyone. Welcome back and thank you for joining us on the Live Unreal with Glover U podcast, where every week Jeff Glover and his coaches dive deep into questions that you are asking. They understand the challenges you are facing on a day-to-day basis and still work every day on the front lines of real estate, with Jeff and his team closing over 1,000 homes per year. In today's episode, Jeff will be discussing one of the most important topics for listing agents in today's market, presenting the five economic indicators of the new market. Now, let's hear from Jeff. So we're going to jump into a lot of what needs to be talked about right now based on what's taking place in the market, specifically around uh, becoming a listing agent, adopting the mindset of a listing agent, um, the strategies of a listing agent, the habits, the traits, the, the, um, uh, the, the schedule, the, the lead sources. And so before we get into that, we need to first have a real conversation with what's taking place in the market and how we're communicating that to consumers. One of the things that I'm hearing a lot from agents in, in all markets around the country, because of course, as you know, we completed a 48-city tour and during that, during that tour, we learned a lot about all of the markets and what was taking place. And of course, that actually helped us in putting together the content for this particular retreat. Because whenever we put together content, please know, first and foremost, we look at, all right, is it working in our business right now? Because we're only going to share with you stuff that's working in our business right now. Second of all, the second question and the second thing we identify is, could it work in everyone's market? And so if we identify something that is working in our market and we look at it and say, I don't know how that would work in Phoenix, Arizona or in, um, you know, in Virginia or in Florida. I don't know if that would necessarily work in that market. And of course, we'll eliminate things that we don't think would have success. And so one of the things that I hear I've been hearing over and over from agents is, of course, you know, the market's different, the market's different, and inventory's up, and, um, you know, having the tough conversations with sellers about pricing again and so forth, and that's all. I appreciate you letting us know that you're dealing with that. Of course, I'm dealing with it as well, but the number one thing that I think we're missing in our script, in our dialogue, in our conversation with sellers right now is specifics around what's actually happening in the market. Because a lot of us, and no fault to you, you know, this is probably, you attend a sales meeting and they share a few things and you go on an appointment and they say to you, well, wait a minute, our neighbors had like 100 showings in the first weekend. Wait a minute, our neighbors had like 30 offers. What do you mean the market is different? What do you mean things are changing? Oh, yeah, 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 the the market's different, you know, it's not as hot as it once was. You know, you can't be general with clients. You have to be specific. You have to have actual specific examples to share with them what's actually happening so that they buy into what you're saying so that way you get a better price listing. Because mark my words on this, and we're going to spend a decent amount of time on this, I believe it's the second half of day two and and the morning of day three, and that is presenting and articulating price. I know everyone in here understands how to do a CMA. I know everyone in, in here understands you know, what the market values are, and you can go on a listing appointment. And Jeff, I, I, I understand how to share with them comps and so forth. There's a difference between sharing comps and helping the seller understand the price they need to list it at in order to get the result that they want. 
sharing comps is not a skill. Anyone can pull out comps from a folder and say, well, here's what's going on. Here are the actives. Here are the solds. Here's what, here's what I think we should do. That's what the rest are doing. Now, you come in, and you have a, a, a methodical scripted presentation, which you're going to hear later this week, and all of a sudden, they, wow, this feels a lot different. You know, I don't know what it is about that Jeff guy, but it just seems like he understands the market a little better. And with everything we're hearing going on in the market, I feel like we kind of need someone that, that really understands the market. You understand, in a, soft, in a softer market, more listings are won or lost based on how well you help them understand their home's value. You know, agents will say, well, wait a minute, what about my marketing plan? And, and what about the, my photography and my stager and, and you know, my, my presentation? What about all that? That's all important, and we're going to be talking about that. The single most important factor in listing property today is how well you, are, how well you can articulate and present price. So while you're having conversations with sellers about what's happening in the market, I want you to share each and every time Mr. and Mrs. Seller, write this down, please. There's actually five economic indicators that we track daily as real estate professionals. Write it down just like that, because that's my script. Jeff, what's going on in the market? Well, Mr. and Mrs. Seller, there's actually five economic indicators that we track daily in the market. So instead of saying, oh gosh, you know, I know the market was hot. I yeah, I know your neighbors, oh my... I wish we could get that. Man, it's just a different market today. It's just so different today. You can't be general with them. Because first of all, they don't believe you because all they hear is, what do you mean? I just saw a report that said prices were up 8%. No, they're not. That's false. Year over year, sure. We'll talk about that in a second too. But in order for sellers to buy what we're saying and believe what we're saying and that we understand and know the market, we have to get, we have to get a good understanding around these five economic indicators in your market. So write these down, please. Number one, we have to get a good idea and we have to know how to access the showing activity in a particular city, in a particular zip, to, zip code, in a county. Most of you use showing time. You could go in and plug in a zip code. You can plug in a township. You can plug in a city and get a really good understanding of what's happening with showings in the 500 to 800 price range. Because then when you go on an appointment and they say to you, well, are you kidding me? My neighbors had like 80 showings this spring. I'm hoping for that many showings. It's going to be a good thing for both of us. And I, I want to make sure you understand, the last time I checked our showing data, Showings were actually down by over 100%, which means that if an average listing was getting 30 showings before, now it's getting about 15. And we track that each and every day through our showing time activity report. You have to be able to share with them and, and pr prepare them for the showings to be down. Because if you, anyone in this room can take a listing at any price. The problem is once you have a listing inventory and then it's not selling, now you have to deal with customer service issues. Now you have to field all the calls of, of the complaints. And what do you, I cannot believe it's been seven hours and we don't have 15 showings yet. What's going on? We have to prepare them for that. And that's one way you're going to do that. The second thing I want you to write down is new listings rising. So showing activity slowing is number one. Number two is new listings rising. I just took a swig of Matt's water. Matt, I didn't know you put vodka in that thing. Okay. <laughs> Next time, get that bottle off the stage here so I can stick to my Perrier or Pellegrino. New listings rising. 
So I need to be able to tell a seller, well, one of the reasons why the market is different today is because we're actually seeing an increase in listings. And in fact, right now, we have, on average, 75 to 100 homes coming on the market per day. And did you know at this same time last year, we were averaging about 20 to 30? You have to be able to say that to a seller to help them understand why it's not the same. Again, you cannot say things are different. You have to have reasons why things are different because they don't believe you yet. Now, they will believe that things are different maybe in some time, but you're going to have a leg up on your competition if you actually know these numbers when you're talking with sellers. Because I can tell you right now, and I know those that are in this room that go on listing appointments regularly, they don't believe that they're starting to buy into this idea that something's changing, but they think things are fine. What do you mean? I just saw a report come out from the, the, the news that said, you know, home prices were up 9%. You got to have five reasons. That's number two, new listings increasing. Uh, economic indicator number three, pending sales slowing. Pending sales slowing. Now, every market's a little bit different here, but for the most part, I can tell you in the 48 cities I visited, every single market I was in was showing and, and, and everyone was telling me, oh yeah, our pending sales report are showing that sales are slowing. Next. Price reductions increasing. Price reductions increasing. You want to get a, a better price listing? You want to help a seller understand what's actually going on in the market? Be able to say, Mr. and Mrs. Seller, you know what's really fascinating right now? And it's unfortunate because we're here to do everything we can to protect your, your equity. But did you know in the last 30 days, we, and by the way, I'm just picking round numbers. You know, we've got, right now we've got about 10,000 homes for sale in our MLS. And in the last 30 days, over 500 of them received a price reduction in the last 30 days. By the way, you all have access to looking this up in your MLS or, or in your showing time or wherever you're tracking it or wherever your broker tracks it. Showings, uh, uh, I'm sorry, price reductions, 500 in the last 30 days. And did you know how many we had at this same month last year? No, what's that? 70. 70 price reductions last year at the same time. 500 right now. So it's important if you don't want to be one of those listings that chases the market down, we get ahead of this thing. Price reductions on the rise. Next, I wrote down expired listings increasing. Expired, li expired listings increasing. You want to be able to have a conversation with a seller about what is an expired listing, how many expireds are in your market right now, average per day, versus this same time last year. And this is obviously a good opportunity to make sure they understand they don't want to be on this list. You don't want to be on the expired list because you're going to get calls from Brett and the rest of our audience, right? <laughs> you don't want to be on that list. Well, if expired, watch. Did you know, Mr. Mr. Seller, right now we're averaging around 50 to 60 expireds per day? Well, what's an expired, Jeff? Well, an expired listing is a listing that went on the market at a particular price. Seller obviously had a good conversation with an agent and felt good about the agent they hired. So they put it on the market, and, and maybe they marketed it properly, properly, or maybe it needed some help. But at some point in time, the listing contract that they signed expired because it didn't sell. And so right now, we're averaging about 50 to 60 a day. Did you know that at this same time last year, we had about 15 to 20 per day? Five economic indicators. Now, I'm going to give you a sixth bonus. Now, this one's not the easiest to find, but you could Google it or just talk to your lender or your loan officer. But across the board, 
and this isn't everyone, because you, you, know, you, you talk to one loan officer or one lender, they say, what are you talking about? I'm having like the best month ever. New purchase loan applications this year versus last year. You want an idea of what's going on or where we're headed? Take a look at new purchase loan applications this year versus last year. New purchase loan applications. Again, you can probably Google that, talk to a lender, figure that out somehow. So if I'm meeting with a seller and I share with them the five economic indicators, I want to make sure that they know that you know, unless something is going to change, unless something severe is going to change and to start moving things back in the other direction, here's what, based on those five economic indicators, is going to happen. And, and I will tell you this, all right, I was, I was thinking last night, you know, like, if, you, if let's just say this is the doom and gloom side and this is the bright side, okay? We're probably like, right here. Good news is, this is a fair zone to operate. In fact, people don't realize this because we have short memories, but do you know that in 2018, 2018 and in 2019, we actually had what could be argued a worse market than the market we're in right now? Do you know most markets, I can tell you in Metro Detroit, just because I study that market, we had 25,000 homes for sale in 2018 and 2019. And, and we think that it's bad that it went from 10,000 to 15,000 in, in two months. Now, that's just the effect of feeling a, a, a little bit of a light switch take place. But here's what I can tell you. Even though my doom and gloom versus, you know, bright meter, this is about where we're at. Okay, now obviously, if we go over here and play in this zone, this isn't fun. And obviously, we were just in this zone over here the last couple of years. The one thing I want to say, and I don't mean this to be negative, I don't, I, I, it's, it's our job as agents to understand this. If you take a look at those five plus the sixth bonus economic indicators, you can't possibly tell me that the next thing to happen is price declines. That's what's going to show up next. None of the reports are showing that. Think about this for a second. If, if you have an MLS report right now, which it's the middle of August, so you, your, your July one probably came out, and it probably still said year over year, July of, uh, July of 22 versus July of 21, prices were up 7%. Now, hold on a minute. I'm not an economist. I'm no mathematician. But I remember it was just about three, four months ago, April over April, we were up like 18%. We were up 20%. So, wait, wait a minute. Are prices still going up? Think about it for a moment. If you go back and look at your January 22 versus January 21, I bet the increase in average sales price between January 21 and January 22 was higher than the increase in sales price between June and June or July and July. So what does that actually mean? That actually means prices are coming down. It just hasn't shown up in the data yet. Because watch this, if I'm meeting with a seller right now and I'm having the conversation about those economic indicators and I want you to draw this out, I'm having the conversation of we're at a pretty unique time, Mr. and Mrs. Seller. By the way, this right here 
will help you get more listings in the next 30 to 60 days because that's about as long as it'll last. Now, you'll still use this the rest of your career, but I'm going to add different language into it. Some of you have seen the timing analysis before. I'm updating the timing analysis for you based on what's happening in the market because you have an opportunity to, to create a, a good amount of urgency which will cause someone to get off the fence and take action. And you're going to do that through what I call the timing analysis, which many of you are already familiar with, but I'm going to add a twist to it based on what's happening in this market. So do me a favor. Everyone, somewhere in your notes, just draw a line here. And we're going to go down just like that. And we're going to go down just like that. And we're going to go down just like that. All right. And actually, we're going to do one more. Sorry. We're going to do one more at the end there. And up top, we're going to do start. Live, pend, close, keys. Start live, pen, close, keys. Most of you have seen this before if you've been in our listing mastery program or if you've been to our, our, our events. But I'm going to add some language to this that you're going to want to use in the next 30 to 60 days because you're going to be able to empower your clients with information that's going to cause them to act now. I promise you, we're already using it. I've been using it the last 30 days, and it's working. And by the way, it's not like a sales tactic. This is education that will cause someone to take action. So first things first, today's date is what, the 15th of August? Yep, sure is. So Mr. and Mrs. Seller... You know, we're here today, and obviously I know that uh, I'll start off by saying, are you familiar with how long it's taking to get a home sold and closed and, and you to be moving right now? Are you familiar with that? And, you know, by the way, you understand most of them feel or think that if they sign with you right then and there on the spot, they're going to be moving like next week. They, they honestly believe that. Right, Tony? Like they have this conversation. Tony, no matter what, this conversation happens before you get there. No matter what. No matter what he says, we ain't signing anything. Got that? We're good on this, right? No matter what he says, lock and step. Are you with me on this? We're not signing anything tonight, right? They have this conversation before you get there. Well, the reality is the reason why they have that conversation because they don't want to start moving right now. They're, re they're not ready. They don't want to start packing. They don't know where they're going. There's so much confusion. We're not ready to go. By the way, the timing analysis will do the reverse. The timing analysis will actually create urgency and cause them to go from we're not signing anything to we better start signing, we better start moving. And right now, more than ever, this is adding more, creating more urgency, which you're going to see in just a second how that happens. So, Mr. and Mrs. Seller, you're right. Things are moving pretty quickly. You're familiar with what it's taking to get a home sold today and, and how long it's taking. Well, yeah, we know things are kind of moving fast, but we also heard it slowing down a little bit. Yeah, it's slowing down a tad, but nothing too crazy. And so let me just give you an idea of what you can expect in terms of a timeline of selling and buying. Because I know once you sell, you're going to also be buying. Sure, let me, let me share with you what's going on right now. So we're going to start tonight. Tonight is the 15th of August. And of course, assuming you're happy with everything I have to say, I've got all the paperwork here ready to get, ready to get started. And then, by the way, we take anywhere from three to five business days to get your home on the market. And that's intentional. All right. If an agent comes out here and says they can have you on the market the next day or in a day or two, I would run the other way, right? Because they're not going to take the time and energy to actually make sure that the write-up is good, make sure that the photos are in the right order. You, you don't want an agent that can get it on the market next day. You want us to take three to five business days to get this thing done and, and set up correctly. So if we take three to five business days, let's just say this is 
you know, we're meeting on a Thursday or a Friday, then I could probably, or we'll just take today, for instance, as a Monday, I could probably have you on the market by Friday, okay? And Friday's going to be the 20th. And Mr. Mr. Seller, are you aware about how long it's taking for a listing to go pending in today's market? Well, I mean, I, I heard, you know, our neighbor sold like in two hours. I mean, it, it seems like it's moving pretty quick. Well, yeah, it's possible that we get multiple offers and, and you could sell in a weekend, but it's also possible, Mr. and Mrs. Seller, based on those economic indicators we just talked about, that it might take us a couple, three weeks to get your home sold. So to be safe, let's just say it's going to take about 14 days. All right, so 14 days takes us till, we'll call it 9-5 or somewhere in that range. We're going to secure an offer and you're going to accept an offer from a buyer. Now, of course, there's a lot of things that can happen through the process after we accept an offer, inspection, appraisal, financing conditions. we got to get through all of that. And so do you have any idea right now how long it's taking for a transaction to close? Well, I mean, I, I guess probably, what, a month or so? Yeah, about a month. I mean, maybe 35, 40 days just in case something does fall through. So let, let's just say it takes us 40 days to close. So now that's going to put us at 10.5, add a couple days to that. Now we're at 10.15 to close. And then, of course, and I know this isn't common in all markets, but most markets across the country, there's the option for the seller to rent back. So, Mr. and Mrs. Seller, we're going to put you in a position where you don't have to move twice. So we're going to negotiate some time after closing. Of course, we're not always able to do that. Market softening, cannot make that promise because you're not always going to be able to do that. We're not always able to do that, but it's certainly, first and foremost, one of the things I consider is your listing agent, getting you 30 days in the home after closing. So that takes us now to 11.15. So based on that, assuming you're comfortable with everything I have to say, we get started right now, which I'm, of course, ready to do so if you are too. We're going to get it on the market by the 20th, this Friday. We're hopefully going to get it under contract within a couple weeks. Could go faster. Could take a week or two longer. Closing would be around October 15th, and you'd be moving in the middle of November. How does that fit with your plans? And I just shut up and listen. Well, we, we kind of wanted to be settled in time for the holidays. So that, that works out pretty good then, doesn't it, right? That, that's good for you? Yeah, I guess, I guess I didn't realize that, you know, we would be moving in November, I was thinking that we'd be moving sometime this summer still. We don't want to move in the winter. So then we need to get going then. Yeah, I, I guess so. And I'm, you know, thank you for sharing that, Jeff. Now, Mr. and Mrs. Seller, if you don't mind, I want to share one more thing with you as it relates to this timing analysis. And this is the added language I want you to use on your appointments now. What's unique, you have, Mr. and Mrs. Seller, you have a unique opportunity to have the best of both worlds. Can I share with you how that is? Sure, why is that? Because you have an opportunity to get out there and shop for a house between now and about the middle of September. You have the, I'm sorry, you have the opportunity to get your home on the market. I'll, I'll get to the shopping part in a second. You have an opportunity to get your home on the market. As a seller. You have the opportunity to get your home on the market as a seller before the MLS reports that the prices are coming down. Because watch this. Now I know you, you might have seen the most recent report that said prices were up 8%. And did you know that that was based on July sales? Well, yeah, that makes sense. July closings. Yeah, I guess, yeah, 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 of course. If the, if the report is in August, it's for July, those are based on closings, right? Yes, that's closed business, great. So then if it closed in July, it went pending in June. 
And if it went pending in June, it most likely went on the market in May. And if it went on the market in May, it was probably priced based off of sales from April, March, February, January, December, November, October. Completely different market. And so what's happening is, because we're experiencing the amount of price reductions in the market, and the, the market data hasn't caught up to what's actually taking place. Because now watch this. You understand it's not going to be until October, maybe November, where you actually see a report that has a minus sign. Now I'm talking price, home value. And if any of you are kind of like Jeff, how do you, you can't predict that, come on. Well, yes I can, I, I don't need to predict it, I can tell you based on price reductions. That's simple economics. If, if when a listing is reduced, watch this for a second. This is how you know that you're about to see a report and it's gonna be, if not in your September report, for sure it'll be in your October report. Your MLS report that comes out. It's gonna have a minus sign in terms of home values. Well, how do you know that? Because think about it, if the average home, when it receives a price reduction, is around 5%, maybe 7% if it needed a big one, or 10%, or only 3 or 4% if it needed a small one. But let's just say if the average is 5%, 7%, and it's reduced a couple times, when that listing finally sells, it's not going to sell at the asking price. It's going to sell at the reduced price. What was the asking price set based on? All of your comparables from June, May, April, March. So if you price a property based on your comparables, which is what we've all been taught to do, and reductions are taking place, when it finally closes, guess what ends up happening? It closes at a lower number than the comps because they had to reduce to get it there. So I, I know there's a lot of misinformation in the market. A lot of people saying, well, prices aren't falling. Everything is fine. They're lying to you. They're not on the ground with you. They don't understand that if price reductions are taking place, that means that prices are falling. It just won't show up until those listings close. And when those listings close in August and September, they'll show up in your October report. They'll show up in your September report. So now back to the role play. So Mr. and Mrs. Seller, what we know about what's taking place in the market is there's a decent amount of reductions taking place which means that sometime in the near future, there's going to be a report that comes out that says prices are falling. Sometime in the near future, there will be a report that comes out that says prices are falling. And now watch this for a second. Usually when there's bad news, do they kind of like to glorify it? Right, like prices could fall two or 3%. And this is the, going to be the headline, because this is accurate by the way. Prices tumble for the first time in over a decade. Seriously, that's what it's going to say. Prices are falling for the first time in 13 years, even if it's only two or three points. Well, guess what that's going to create? That's going to create fear in the market. Because what do people look at, aside from their home as being a place to raise their family, most people, if they don't have substantial outside investments, it's also their nest egg. It's also their retirement. It's their equity that they've just built up over the last several years. So what do they do? Well, if they're in a situation in their life where they were thinking about making a move anyways, and they know they're sitting on this amount of cash, 
they're going to go get it out. They're going to upsize. They're going to downsize. They're going to make a move so they can access their cash. So guess what happens? First report that prices are falling, now inventory goes up. What happens after inventory goes up? Price reductions have to happen again. What happens after price reductions happen again? Lower closed sales prices. What happens to the report then? More minus signs. Prices aren't down 3 or 4% anymore. Prices are now down 7%, 10%. By the way, if you actually project it out in your market, and this isn't any sort of bold prediction, this is just what I'm seeing, prices will be down 7 to 10% by the end of this year. If, you, if a seller were to ask you, hey, if you had to make a prediction, in most markets across the country, values will be down 7 to 10%. Well, on a $300,000 house, that's $30,000. A $600,000 house, that's $60,000. That's real money. That's a one-year salary for some people. So what does that do? That creates urgency. And that causes people to get on the fence and put more, put more homes on the market, which then creates more supply. And so Mr. and Mrs. Seller jumping back into the role. And by the way, a lot of what I'm sharing with you, obviously I'm sharing it in a, in a, in a bit of a theatrical way. If, but if I'm with a client, I, I'm sharing it very similarly. I'm just not moving my arms around as much. I'm sharing this same, this is like the conversation I'm having with a seller. So now let's jump back into this. So can I tell you, Mr. and Mr. Seller, you actually have the best of both worlds right now because you get, your, you get a chance to get your home on the market before the reports come out somewhere in this range of home values falling. And guess what ends up happening? We get you under contract around 9-5. Shortly after that, you now have an opportunity to shop in a buyer's market. And oh, by the way, I might even be able to negotiate longer time in your home after that, so that way you can shop even longer and have more of a supply to choose from. But if you wait, you're going to be one of those sellers that are rushing to get their money out, and your value will be dropping during that process. It's not dropping substantially right now, although it is through price reductions, 5%, 7% here and there. It's not showing up in the reports yet. Because it's not showing up in the reports, it's still a great time to sell. But if you wait, and you can even go back to the last, you can go back to three months. You probably have personal scenarios. You can say, you know, I was adding to the story, by the way, I was meeting with a seller in March. They had a lot of things to do around their house, and, I, and, and at the time, I could feel something was happening in the market. But they wanted to do this work, and I, I, I suggested that they get their home on the market before they do all that work and, and maybe wait till another time to do all that work because something funky was happening in the market. Let's go, let's go, let's go. And instead, they went through and redid their whole house. And then they listed their home in July. And then they looked at what happened with their neighbors that sold in March and April and what they lost out on because they waited until July. So by the way, another conversation I'm having with sellers right now, if they're, asking you to, if they're asking you your opinion of home improvements, now it depends on the condition of the house, but if they're asking me my opinion of what, of, well, you know, we were planning on like replacing all the floors and putting in a new patio in the back, can you get it done in two weeks? Because that's about all the time you got. Can you get it done in the next couple weeks before the next MLS report comes out? Because that's about all the time we have. If they can't get it done in the next two, three weeks, let's get this home on the market now. Because it's coming. And every single one of those economic indicators is confirming it's here or coming, depending on where you're at in the U.S. 
But what everyone is confused about and why it's important that we have this discussion is that prices will be falling. It's black and white. All you have to do is look at your price reductions. Those are going to show up as solds in a few months, and then they're going to be on your report. They're already showing up as solds now. It's just the data hasn't caught up and reported the negative decline in prices. Why? Because we had such... Think about this for a moment. If from, if, if from July 21 to January 22, okay, a six-month period, you know, home prices went up like 10 15% just in that six-month period. If they come down 5 or 7 are they up or down? They're still up. That's why the reports are saying that prices are still, go, are still up. They're not going up. They're just not up as much. So I want to make sure moving forward, for those of you that are using the timing analysis, number one, present this to every seller and help them understand they have a unique opportunity to get on the market now before the reports come out saying that prices are falling. And when the reports come out that prices are falling, Mr. and Mrs. Seller, oh man, you got a golden opportunity. You have the best of both worlds. We're going to get you on the market and under contract before those reports come out. And you're going to get to start shopping from the available inventory as those reports come out. And we're going to have a buyer secured. Now, the one thing I will tell you, and you're already experiencing it, is don't be surprised if the buyer you have secured backs out. Because that's one of the downsides of, of being in the business in a softer market is the, the stickiness of a transaction. You Thank know. you for taking time to join Jeff today on the Live Unreal with Glover U podcast. To get started on having an unreal business, take the real estate self-assessment. After you complete the assessment, a member of Glover U will get on a call with you to create an action plan to improve your score. Go to www.gloveru.com self. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe. Search for Live Unreal with Glover U on iTunes, Podbean, or Spotify and subscribe today. Until next time.